Welcome to Berated, Berated Conversations. Join us as we talk to the creative people behind the independent movies and get the behind the scenes stories. Well, thank you for being here. We're here with Sylvia Kaminer, director of Follow Her. Thanks, guys. Uh, happy to be here. Yeah. Oh, um, thank you. But yeah, this this uh, was really, um, I have to say, like, uh, it's not our normal kind of movie because we normally do more like creatures and slasher and okay. like, and schlock and stuff like that. <laughs> but <laughs> for lack of a better term, but this one really did kind of like, um, it's the character experience, I think. Yes. Yeah. I think that's yeah, the best way to put it. A different type of, it's more just psychological horror. Yeah. I'm always amazed sometimes that we still get classified as horror because there's no, no real blood, no creatures, no supernatural, but it's suspenseful. We hope. Yeah, yeah I noticed that. <laughs> Sorry, go no. ahead, Brian. I was say no, it's still scary. You know, right? Isn't that horror what's supposed to be? Is this a scary <laughs> movie? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's so many rules that, you know, I'm going to try. I can get in trouble if I spoil anything. I'm sorry. But (laughs) so many rules that get broken in this. And you're just like, don't do it. Even as a regular human, not even in a movie, you wouldn't do that. But no. And so that's the part, how Anthony was saying, the character. You know, Mm -hmm. like if you put yourself in the person's shoes and you're just like, why would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it was, uh, I think I talked to, who's a Jay Horton about the, like in his movie, there was like long delays in between the gore. And it's like, um, you can have a horror film without blood because horror is more than the blood and the gore. It's a, the moments that mm. make it horrific. Right. Yeah. That's very and, and I think like the character of, uh, uh, our, the main character, she really is like your eyes and your ears for this whole situation. And, you get to see the kind of uh, like she's she's hustling. She's trying to build her right. her business, her brand, and right. she gets caught up in this very bad situation. Yes, that's why you shouldn't be a faker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh what? But oh, I don't know if there's a uh, if there's like a whatever a lap. Sorry. Hmm. Um, where'd you come up with the idea of it? Yeah. So, you know, I started reading a lot of scripts. I didn't write it. Danny Barker, who actually plays the lead character of Jess. So she wrote it and I got, I was looking. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. It's amazing. She wrote it and she's starring in it. Um, so I was reading a lot of scripts. I was looking for something. I really wanted to find a genre film to make, you know, I'd been directing documentaries and unscripted travel type shows but i really wanted to direct a narrative feature and so this came across my email it got sent to me from a filmmaker friend of mine and she was looking for a director and a way to get the film made and so yeah i read it it was called a killer script at the time um and yeah it just grabbed me you know i saw there was a lot of meat there and a lot we could do with it so, you know, we workshopped it a bit. We, you know, we had that kind of meeting of the minds call where we're like, okay, yeah, I think we, we could collaborate really well together. And then we kind of workshopped it and brought in some of the really current elements. Like we, we decided to make her a live streamer. And, um, but a lot of, a lot of the beauty of the trip was there when I first read it, you know? No, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Why, yeah. like I, Hopefully I can speak for Anthony, but we 
all four of the uh, influencers getting shown what's up. <laughs> like, especially nowadays, like I have a nine-year-old, and he's always oh like, you know, hey, did you see this YouTuber? I was like, no, I didn't. Like, I don't really care about that. I and, know. And it's, yeah, just something completely different from what we grew up, and right? compared yeah. to what they are, like, I swear to God, like my kid. So we're like the bad parents, I guess, that we're not like here. Just attach this. Oh electronic device into your eye to your vein and go have it right. you know so we monitor it and you know we're like you only get well, you know maybe three hours a day on the weekends but wow. you'd have like big hour-long gaps between each one everything like that so that way you're not just doing this and like god i swear today we ran aaron he's just like oh dad it's been an hour i need to get my phone and i was like good god like he's got it all sweaty <laughs> and itching his neck and everything oh, i was god. like jesus yeah, Dude, it's so bad. And so, we've seen a couple movies about the whatever. The, oh, about social media and influencers. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty common, pretty popular subject matter. You know, at least touching on it. A lot of them use supernatural elements. Not all, but a, a lot of them, like you know, unfollow or unfriended or like. Oh know, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, the, the two of like those. And, yeah. Supernatural element that's coming through social media which is kind of interesting which i I feel like the supernatural almost detracts from like the addressing the meat of the issue because you're you're saying like it's okay that you're you know an influencer or you're this or you're that and you're obsessed with the fans and the likes and the you know all that and i get that like it's a business and you're trying to you know build your thing but it's like um i i like how this one doesn't do that it, it kind of mm. digs into the character as opposed to having some outside force come in and try to become the character right yeah well cool that's good to hear yeah i mean there's a lot that hopefully the film makes you think about it's not really a condemnation on social media but it's or influencers but it's asking the question how do you use it and are you respectful are you you know do you have any kind of moral compass when you're out there you know, saying things, you know, because that kind of is a little bit of the comeuppance of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. And then, you know, the whole loss of privacy, which most of us probably already have accepted. Right. You know, that there's very little left. You know. Yeah. Nope. I always tell embarrassing stories about myself. And I think those are the ones that were like, yeah, I like that episode. I was like, oh, hopefully I never meet you in real life then. <laughs> <laughs> you're that dude that did this i'll be like oh damn it yeah that was but no it was really and then how you guys are talking about like the you know supernatural and everything like that like it also yeah. feels awesome like in the movies when it could like actually happen like i don't want to say hey you know aliens aren't real you know but as of right now like i don't see anybody you know being taken up by a ufo or anything like that for being bad on social media but the like you said the repercussions of it like hey yeah. you did this to me so now guess what's going to happen you know yeah. that's 100 real now, yeah and i think people are getting having like being canceled and like if, if they mm-hmm. cross but who's the who's to say what that border is you know what that line is you can't cross because there's no nothing really set up to police you know what people are doing on social media so yeah Wow. Yeah, um, I think the the thing that I really appreciate about this is a lot of times in these situations you have a good guy and a bad guy, and in the situation you have two gray people, right? 
right. uh, where without giving too much away, it's like no, I mean there's, there's probably a third big closets full of skeletons. Right. <laughs> that was it. Like we, I did uh, enjoy. You know, we tried to, like I said in other episodes, we try to put ourselves in the people's shoes. Yeah. And so then we try to figure out what's going to happen. Where it's like, oh, for sure. She's the bad guy. Oh, no, he's the bad guy. Oh, no, neither of them are. Oh, it's everybody else. And, you know, right. so there's always like guessing, even when you're just like, okay, now it makes sense. This person's it. And then it's like, just kidding. Here's another one. And you're like, oh, okay, now this person is like, nope, no, it's not. So it's always guessing and guessing and guessing, even until, you know, the very, very, very end. Like, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. We guessing. tried to kind of have that like keep the viewer a little bit off balance, you know, and I mean, they, like you called them, they're, they're pretty gray. You know, they both have, you know, they almost could go between like who, which one is the protagonist, which one's the antagonist as far as like their compass, you know, their moral compass and who's the villain. Um, yeah. Which I really like. I really love flawed characters. And, you know, I think now more than ever, it's really important to, to show that, especially with a female lead, you know, that, you know, I mean, women are effed up on social media as well. And, you know, you have to be careful as, as a woman also who you're trusting and um, yeah, which I think this brings into, into play a little bit, which is kind of one of the scarier aspects of it is, you know, you feel a bond or a friendship, but in reality, you have no idea who these people are that you're meeting. It's kind of like the way dating apps started, you know, 10 mm -hmm. years ago. We've all heard those crazy stories where, you know, you meet meet the person, they have nothing to do with that, um, you know, photo and like their story. Like that was me in high school. Was like, you're like <laughs> right. 47. <laughs> right. You're like, well, that was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> So. But uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed how like baked in a lot of the like when you get to the twist at the end, yeah. like everything is just so baked in and it's not like, like we didn't know where to go. So this and it's like everything that happened, it's like then you're like, oh, there's this and there's that that happened. And you're always passing it off as casual interactions throughout. And it's like it's just really good uh, twist storytelling where it. Like you get that thud feel as soon as it happens, but it's not because I something out of left field just came and hit you in the face or whatever. Right. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I haven't found I haven't had even one person tell me, oh, I knew that was going to happen. Like the, the big reveal in the, at the end of Act <laughs> Two, not one in all the like 30 film festivals we've been to and hundreds, if not thousands of people. So that's good, you know, to have yeah, that but... kind of, you know twist is pretty fun that's definitely yeah it was fun. like totally it was just like when i watched it i was wait what how <laughs> right and and then when it's explained you're not but and then you come up with a million reasons why it doesn't work but no right. this one it's like like everything just just works together really well oh cool well good yeah we I remember, you know, when we first started working on it there were things that we had to kind of figure out to to make the timing work you know, so it could have happened and some of the some of the events you find out at the very end of the film could actually there was time like we had to build in a little bit of time um, in a few places to allow like life to happen and stuff. There's a lot to, you know, to, to figuring out like the days of life in a movie so that it makes sense 
Um, yeah. Well, it seemed to me, you know, you don't got to answer this. There's obviously probably going to be a number two where those two are just married and they become what Harley Quinn and the Joker. Oh, that's and right. Then, <laughs> and then they just live happily ever after because they're both just so, I don't even know, like not so far out there, but so like, I don't know, crazy. The stuff that they were doing right. and the stuff they would and are willing to do for everything. And you're just like, dude, like, yeah. like I said, it's always so much twist and everything like that, that you can never just, Start yeah. assuming, okay, this is it, this is it, this is it. Right. No. Yeah. We would love to. We actually have a trilogy in mind, which isn't <clears> quite <throat> that lovey-dovey. It's kind of, <laughs> you know, kind of like you don't really know what the hell is happening in, in the second one where there's a lot of mostly new people and you don't find out until, you know, the last 10 minutes like, oh, shit, it's really about this. And then act three is, I mean, the third one would 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 be pretty straight, straight on revenge type thing, but we'll see who knows. Yeah, no. Cause the very, very ending, like such right. a great ending, like to it all, because then that just opens it up to, you know what? Now the next one, if there is one could be because of this. And then right. even that one, like you could have literally the exact same ending in every single one and just keep going because <laughs> right. of what, you know, just the stuff, right. because there are going to be people who are just like, you know, are they going to choose that left side? Or are they going to choose that right, right. side? You yeah, know, we because... get asked that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which I, I do like that it, like, in the end, there is a level of, like, it's not as defined of an ending. I'll say right. that. Um, yeah. So it kind of puts you in that situation where you're like, what would you pick? Right? right. Like, how how moral of a person are you and how much do you love your survival? Right. Yeah, both choices. Neither one is really good. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like screw or be screwed. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like films. You know, we've all seen movies where, first off, where they end way too soon and they've like not wrapped anything up, and that's very frustrating. Um, so we wanted to make sure to hopefully not do that. But I do like when I love movies when it comes out and whoever you're with. You're like, what do you think? You know, and so we were hoping for that type of a open, you know, to because the decision she makes, so much of it is based on what you think of her character and you know her choices, and you know, so there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, it definitely hopefully, did. Yeah, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Brian. I would say hopefully she got that hundred dollars back from that first one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, right when you took a right? drink, you were supposed to actually pay her a thousand. Never saw that happen, but yeah, but at least yeah, yeah, no, right. So even hundred in the in the outhouse. Yeah, yeah no, but I was like, oh, I just, like even that little scene right there. You're just like, oh, this is what's gonna happen, and then it doesn't right. happen, and you're right. just like, okay, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, and, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think the actor, you know, Luke Cook, who plays Tom, brought a lot of that kind of like, wait, who are you? And are you really charming? But then you're also, whoa, he's pretty menacing. And, you know, he brought that kind of being able to switch on and off pretty quickly, um, which, you know, adds a lot to the to the story. And then he and Danny had, you know, really strong chemistry. Oh yeah, um, he was actually he was one of my favorite characters because I mean yeah. not that there's many to yeah. choose from but yeah. I mean 
Yeah. Uh, he's able to be a very dynamic character and you don't feel like he's like playing um, like a Tommy Lee Jones version of Two-Face mm-hmm. where you feel like he's just becoming a different person constantly and it just becomes uh, very <coughs> difficult to keep up with. Yeah. We have to remember that line. That's a great way to put it. He's not playing a Tommy Lee Jones version of Two-Face because yeah. that's, uh, Yeah. Because it could have very easily been that where oh. he's just flipping sides of his oh, personality. Totally. Yeah, you don't really see any of that flipping until the very, that real twist after the big, you know, surprise in act two, then suddenly it's like, whoa. And that's when you realize like, oh, this guy's kind of capable of anything, you know. And yeah, like once you're there, it's it's right. truly terrifying. Like right. seeing him go full on into it and just, right. not, there's no pretenses anymore. It's just... Right straight evil right it was really cool awesome well good i'm glad you guys took it hopefully oh, yeah. you know hopefully people will hear about it there's so many movies coming out my gosh i just saw we're opening up against like a new stephen king thing and it's like Jeez. ah yeah there's, yeah. there's the summer you know it's a summertime movie you know release schedule so <clears throat> staying out yeah. outside otherwise you melt <laughs> over here Hey, oh, where hey, are you guys? Oh, we're, we're in Vegas. Oh, well, I'm in Florida, so you kind of melt Whoa. here too. Although you melt there, like you know, you'll just turn to ash. Here, I'll just turn to a puddle of sweat. I was about to say, yeah, yours is a grosser hot though. It is. <laughs> like it's the... so wet. It's so muggy. Yeah. Yeah, I think the first time I ever <laughs> what uh, encountered humidity like that, well, I oh. was in what Galveston, Texas. And I was like 22 years old and I was driving and I was like, dude, it's like 1030 at night. I can roll my window down. So I roll my window down and I move my hand on my steering wheel. I was like, what the hell? Like my steering wheel is soaking wet. And I was like, all right, that's weird. So I moved again. I was like, what the hell? Like something was going on. Like it uh, took me by surprise. Never been in that type of community before. No, and then I, we get over. Yeah. Yeah. I like dry heat better. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in New York city where, you know, summers weren't much better because, it was pretty hot and humid there, but it was a dirty. It's like you could feel the soot. You know, at least here you're sweating, but it's, you know, it doesn't. You see alligators like every day? I mean, I'm on a lake, but thank God we have like a really high, you know, wall. So I've never seen, I've seen them in the water, but I've never seen one climb out into my neighborhood. No, my buddy moved to Florida. Um, I don't know. I can't remember where he's at, but he's near SeaWorld because his granddaughter works at SeaWorld. Okay. Yeah. That's New but, Orlando, I think. Yeah. Oh my God. Every day he sends me like a new picture of an alligator. And I was like, get the hell out where of that state, he? man. Oh my God. Like, yeah. He says his neighbors will be like, hey, did you see the alligator under your truck this morning? He's like, no. He's just oh. a snake underneath your truck. And he's oh like, he's God. like, oh, I got, so I got, yeah, an automatic starter. And he's like, and that usually scares him away. I was like, I never have to worry about going out to my SUV in the morning and being like, is there an alligator under my there? It's going to bite my ankle and I'm never going to be seen again. Ah, right. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I have none of that. Oh. I once had a bear out by my... What? Like, like, I, I know. Well, and I didn't even wow. see it. I had a friend visiting from like Canada and she goes out like, I think I ran to the store and so she ran out to put the garbage in the, and she literally, a bear was there. And she's like, oh my God. She like, you don't really expect to see a bear. And and the bear has been, we've had other bear sightings, but it's not pretty 
common. We have like, you know, the cranes wake me up in the morning. That's, you know, yeah, see, that's nice. <laughs> wildlife here. You know, in the neighborhood, but oh, yeah. those things are loud. And oh my gosh, the cranes are super loud. And especially yeah. when they have the babies with them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we get some snakes too, but nothing to, nothing to write home about. No, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> every once in a while hear about a mountain lion, but no. Usually. Yeah, <laughs> we don't mountain lions, but we'll, we yeah, there are bobcats and, um, oh, what's the other kind of big cat that's here? There's a couple. Like lynx. I don't think it's a lynx. Oh, well, the one with the short, no, the bobcat is one with the short tail. Anyway, Florida does have some of those big cats, but that's really rare. It's certain places, you know, not really around here. Mm. Uh, All right. Sorry, went off on that one for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, so what were your kind of, um, like, inspirations? Like, what was your first, like, taste of horror, would you say? Probably reading Stephen King. As a kid, you know, I used okay. to, I used to like to read a lot and I, I'll never forget. So I, I, the stand was probably my favorite book and I'm, what was it like 20 years ago? They did a TV, like a three mm-hmm. night. And I remember I've not been so excited to see a movie or a TV movie in maybe ever, but so it was kind of reading that and then seeing some of those early Stephen King movies. And also, you know, as far as like, suspense and liking the um to be afraid you know watch something and that whole like building suspense and fear you know even like a movie like jaws i think taught me a lot about how to scare the hell out of you know your audience and how to cut between and how like the anticipation and um because i saw that movie way too young i think (laughs) my sister was like playing like you know like a matinee and i was i was really young when i saw that movie i think you know i still don't like to go into the ocean i still hear that theme music no the ocean (laughs) sucks it ruined yeah it ruined a lot of people for the ocean if you saw jaws too early you know but then things like you know some some of the john john carpenter stuff and Um, yeah, there's so many, you know, and sure I watched, you know, um, Friday the 13th, Halloween I liked better than Friday the 13th. And of course the night we're on Elm street and, um, the fog, but you know, um, it, not it, um, although it was pretty fun, the, the TV version one, no, John Carpenter's, um, uh, with a creature, uh, that, um, they're in the like in the frozen. Oh, the thing. The thing. I was gonna say yeah. yes, yeah. You know. I know what people love the remake. Have you guys been into yeah, into yeah, like whole lives. Um, I mean, it's, probably since I was like ten or twelve. I think I, I watched. I started watching stuff way too young, so it was like yeah. like Phantasm and Halloween and um. I don't think I watched like Texas Chainsaw Massacre until I was like 15 you or 16. No, haven't seen that. I just, I don't know. Watching, and, and maybe it doesn't even happen, but a guy running around slicing people up with a chainsaw just doesn't seem like fun. I, yeah, I mean, it's, well, uh, people I don't deserve know. it. Yeah. No, we rewatched it again for the podcast. I didn't have to watch it. How could yeah. I not have seen that movie? I think, I think it was one of those things. Of it. Yeah. You what? Uh, 
the, the remake new one? of it. No. Oh, yeah, right. You like no, the, the remake? No, the one from like 2000 was, oh know, yeah, like the original. The Jessica Biel one. 2000, you know, where the sheriff kicks that dude in the teeth for doing Ooh. push-ups. <laughs> Messed up. All right. But, yeah. I will have to see it. Well, no, no like I these, think, yeah. Yeah. No, the like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, um, when I was a kid, it was a lot about the kills and it's a lot about the, the scariness. But then, like, watching it now, it's like this whoever wrote this has no understanding of three act structure or mm. character development. I mean, there was some yeah. character development, but it's like, like you're watching it purely for the scary moments. Right. And then, even I think they kind of tap into that with uh, the 2022 one a little bit too, okay. where. There's some character yeah. development, not really. You're just supposed to not like people, mm, um, yeah. which works sometimes, but most of the time right. they just lean way too hard into it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of what I what it felt like. But having not seen it, I will. It also to. breaks down the whole thing of don't break into people's houses. <laughs> Boom, and then you'll be safe. That's exactly what happened. These high school kids went to this person's house and was like, hey, I'm going to come in here. It looks creepy. And they go in there and then guess what? Well, they deserved it. You're right. See? Boom. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then, you know, like the early, uh, gosh, those early, 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 the first really big zombie film. What's it? Um, You know know which zombie film I love is 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. Danny Boyles, ah, oh, that's probably the best ever. I mean, Sean, uh, Sean of the Dead is pretty funny, but I really love. I like that group. I like right. those guys' movies; they're pretty funny. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but I, I really loved, and I even liked Twenty Eight Months Later. It was, oh, was it weeks. Yeah, it started. Oh, was it Twenty Eight Days or Twenty Eight Weeks? Twenty Eight Days, Twenty Eight Weeks, Twenty Eight Weeks. Yeah. They were both supposed to be Twenty Eight Months, but it never happened. Oh, oh, too bad. Maybe he'll do it. Yeah, I wasn't always interested where they would go with it. True. In 28 months. Yeah, that's a long. Well, hell, if Walking Dead can be, what, 12 seasons? 11 seasons. Know how many seasons. And now they're going to spin off. You know, but, though, but the thing, why I think that show works well, and I will say I was, for those first few seasons, I was a big fan. And I still, I'll have to watch the ending, but is that it's so character driven. You it know, is. it's like, yeah, it's about zombies, but it's really about these people that you fall for and you never know. No one's safe, you know. Yeah, so. we've watched, uh, I've watched uh, The Walking and then we started watching Fear the Walking while well, my yeah. wife and I. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I was like, what the hell? I'm like this person because I had no idea Fear the Walking was. I thought it was just some spinoff of it, but it actually has the same characters. And then it's I just- know it was kind of cool. They melded them, yeah. and now there's like that crossover. That was pretty ingenious. Yeah. So I don't know if my wife she might be zombied out for a bit, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know if she'll be able to watch yeah. uh, the walking. I know. But. Isn't there like the final season, or or is, I had once heard that there was going to be a movie and that they were going to bring Rick back. Oh and I yeah, like, I want to see that. I heard that, uh, word, but they just made a new season of Fear the Walking. I was like, what? Uh, it's going to be they're like just season one of The Walking Dead. They're just going to rename that? Like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense why they would have all of a sudden, like after all these years, they're just like, all right, we have a new season of Fear the Walking. And you're just like, well, what? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it had a decent ending. 
of everybody <laughs> going their way and then him going with that one. <laughs> I always yeah, call no, her Gina. Yeah. But um where was this? I know you said it was New York, right? It was. Where? So we yeah. So we shot the first part, all the stuff with um the Luke Cook, the Tom Brady character was up in mm-hmm. um the Saugerties, Woodstock, New Paul um not New Paul's, but like Kingston. So Saugerties, Woodstock, that area. Hudson was that Valley. someone's real house slash Lord? thing? Yes. Really? So wow. That, that was Holy called Right. Amazing place. That was called Barn on the Pond. And it was a place where they would do weddings. And it was a pretty, I think there were some stories to be told at that place. Like there were some serious parties there. Um, but yeah, we found it on, I think Danny um, found it like on VRBO. We had found a smaller really? barn that we really loved. But we knew like that barn is like the third character of the movie for 50 pages. So we knew we needed something really interesting and that would give us, you know, height and depth and space and um, texture. And so, yeah, we felt really happy, fortunate. And then, the, you know, I mean, what you don't ever see is that if you go out on one side, like right there is the road. It's not a very busy road, but still it's a road. The oh. fact some of our visual effects, we have to paint out like lights, you know, going by when she's running out to the outhouse and coming back. Um, but for the most part, they had a lot of land and they had that shed, which we made, you know, the pseudo outhouse. Um, but yeah, we were really lucky to find that. And then all the woods, you know, that were there, they meet in the park and they're walking. That was all like Woodstock. So it was fun. We, you know, I spent, gosh, I must've spent like three, two months in Kingston at an Airbnb. And then we got the crew up and I moved to Woodstock and yeah, the cast stayed at a hotel in Kingston. And I love location films, you know, being away where you're real focused, you know, everyone's there for one thing, you know, you know, otherwise everyone's just off living their life. And then you just come back. It feels more like a job, this when you're on location all together, it kind of feels almost more like you're going to camp. <laughs> you're going to work yeah, a whole no. lot of hours, but yeah. yeah. We just talked to what John Eisberg and miles Valentine again. And oh, nice. they, we were talking about final summer and they're like, yeah, no, we actually just stayed at the camp. <laughs> so oh, like, wow. what? Like, yeah. We just stayed in like each one of their little rooms, oh. with like the bunk beds or anything for, what two weeks, maybe three? I don't know. Yeah. And there's something I was great. like, that seems yeah. pretty cool idea. If all you guys are friends, but yeah, Miles was. He's like, maybe some days like I'll wake up and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it tonight, and then they'll go out there and they're just like, no, we don't need you tonight. And he's like, all right, and then he'd go right back to his bunk. That's great. Yeah, I saw these same. new finals summer. I met John. We were at popcorn frights together a That's year ago we... here in South Florida. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah he mentioned and, that. Cause he, yeah. uh, I, I didn't hear about this until I like throws out recommendations. So I thought I'd check it out and oh, I was cool. like, yeah, I was like, this one looks really good. So I, oh, I mean, cause cool. we don't want to cover like just anything. Right. Well, that's nice. I'll have to thank John for that. But yeah, yeah. I'm really, I, I really, I can't wait to see it. I'm like, John, I have, I still haven't seen it. So hopefully it'll, it'll come out soon. Cause it looks really good. It looks like a total throwback to those 
early like yeah. slasher films that we used to like, you know. Um, yeah, like we saw yeah. the the popcorn frights version, and then he's oh. done a bunch of stuff since then. And then he got. <laughs> what uh, do you mean? He's trimmed it, or he like trimmed it, made it tighter. Because like when we watched it, I was like, like you could do a little bit to this, but I wouldn't do too much because it feels yeah. like it's pretty in pretty much in pretty the sweet solid. spot. Wow. Um, but like he got, he tightened it up. He got uh, who was it? Slavi. The guy that did uh, the the opening and closing sequences for Terrifier Two uh, oh, to do the music for the opening. Mm-hmm. Oh, when he was last time we were talking to him, he was still doing uh what soundtracks for it still. So when it goes overseas, they'll have different soundtracks for it or sound bites. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So but no, there, yeah, we watched it. Like I said, last year sometime, and it was and then it was you watched awesome. this new version again. Oh, we haven't seen it yet. No, oh, you haven't seen the new version. Yeah, my cut is a little bit different than the popcorn frights. What you guys would have seen, I ended up, I I trimmed out about three minutes. I just was like, I'm just going to do it, and so I I I didn't even do it with Alex Gans, the editor. I told him I was going to do, it and I got his thoughts. He's like, Yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty good, but I did it with a a really close um, editor friend of mine, David Dean, who's who actually was on set when we were shooting all the stuff in the, in the new upper, you know, upstate New York stuff. So he was very familiar with the film because he would assemble dailies and show me some rough scenes and stuff. And yeah, I just wanted to get into the park. You know, I was just like, you know, let me just tighten that first, you know, 20 minutes. And I don't know. I don't know if it was worth it, you know, but sometimes I mean, you just have to put the paintbrush down. I kind of felt like stuff. I wish I could, you know, I'm like, damn, if only we'd had three more hours, you know, for that <laughs> scene. But, you know, nothing is ever perfect. I mean, you hear, you know, Scorsese and other directors on huge movies, you know, talking about, oh, if only, you know. But it's yeah. good on our side. So <laughs> that's, wow. a, I guess that's a big plus. A yeah, big thing. Yeah. 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 We always talk about too, like if it's a, uh, like if movies like drag on, we're just like, dude, what's going on? You know? Right. But no, this was easy watching as well. Like you can just put in good. and sit there and watch it. Like I think my biggest thing was being like, okay, this is going to happen. Then it doesn't happen. I was like, oh, God, I suck. And then, <laughs> oh, this is going to happen. And then it doesn't. You're just like, oh, never mind then. Oh, I guess another one was when they're like, oh, his name was Brian. I was like, damn it. His name was Brian. <laughs> Hopefully it's with a Y, right? But- it is with a Y. All right. The, so that's guy, guy. the real kind of strange <laughs> dude in the, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Justin Wilson, he was great. He came in through a friend, Sybil, who was our co-producer. She helped cast some of the, some of the smaller roles and yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, he's perfect. No. Yeah. His, yeah. <clears throat> that part got trimmed down a bit and got put into the main title sequence. It was initially envisioned a bit different, but we knew we wanted to make this lean. You know, we didn't want a hundred minutes. We wanted like 90, 92. So. Wow. Um, yeah. So we knew. <coughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But Anthony, what do you got? Um, do you want to go into the hard hitting questions? Oh, <laughs> They're not as bad as they sound. Um, the hardest ones. Uh, why don't you kick it off? Um, 
Do you have anything that you're working on right now that you can tell us without getting in trouble? I sure can. (laughs) I will say, though, that I hope this strike gets resolved quickly and friggin' Hollywood and streamers need to give the writers what they're due. And it's all going to, it all trickles down. And, you know, the DGA and the actors are going to get involved soon if they don't. So everything Mm -hmm. is kind of a little bit on hold. Um, but I am developing and working on, on stuff that I've been working on for a few months. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm, I partnered with a guy named David Higgins and he produced the film, um, hard candy. Do you guys know the movie hard candy? Sounds familiar. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen that movie. Yeah. It's really good. And so this is definitely a more straightforward horror movie. Um, it's an elevated horror movie. It's kind of got like a shapeshifter and it's really interesting. It's really creepy. Um, it's called It Walks Among Us. So I'm hoping that's going to be my next film and we're going to start maybe looking into cast, but we can't, we can't strike any deals or anything right now. We can't talk to streamers about it. So we're kind of a little bit on hold. Um, and then I loved, I, I, I found these novels, the sci-fi, um, series of books about time travel by Nick Jones out of the UK. And it's so good. They're brilliant. I listened to the first book. I was, it was like Thanksgiving and I was literally like fighting a fever and in bed all weekend. Uh, I woke up Thanksgiving morning. I had to call my sister and my family say, no, I'm not coming. Cause I'm really sick. So I found this book. I went into bed and it was like, I almost didn't mind being sick. And cause I just spent like the whole next three days. I was just like, I'll just lie in bed and listen to this book and it's called, and then she vanished. And I kid you not like two hours into it. I was like, Oh my God, I have to make this into a movie. So I, I'm listening to it and I'm trying to check it out make sure it hasn't already been a movie. And so I ended up finding the writer on Instagram and we decided to collaborate. And I mean, this, the screenplay for the first book's nearly done. We're writing it together. Wow. And I, um, we have a call, we have a zoom in the morning at nine, getting back to work on it because I was just traveling, shooting my travel show. But so those are two. And there's a couple other talking with this guy, Eric Toms, about his script. And yeah, you know, I I definitely don't, I definitely plan on staying in a genre, not only, not exclusively, but I'm not like a visitor to the, to this world, especially after the amount of fun I had at all those festivals. I'm like, oh my gosh, genre festivals are so much fun the fans, yeah. everything about them. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, Anthony. Yeah. Um, all right. So we went through. <laughs> Why am I drawing a blank on questions right now? Right? <laughs> it's, the, it's the last one. The last hard you, one. You do these <laughs> questions every time. Right? I, yeah. Well, most recently, every time. Um, okay. But... Uh, Let's see. We did the, what are you working on? Uh, or is there any uh, movies that, that you would suggest to us for us to watch for our list? Oh, hell yeah. So now do you want movies <clears throat> that um, are about to come out? Could they have come out already? Or are oh, you looking? Anything? Whatever. Yeah. Cause have you guys I mean, seen, have you uh, seen what? Sissy? Uh, I watched part of Sissy and I really liked it. It was kind of a like a cool feminine take on the Frankenstein myth a little oh. bit. That's the way I took it. How okay. you it's like um 
because uh, in some movies I've seen like it's like the it's not the monster that you know you don't blame the monster yeah. for being the monster you right it's what, the thing that created it but I think it's like uh, that initial sequence where she yeah. um, like kills the girl out by the water right I remember the Frankenstein uh, like and the little girl yeah yeah I'm trying to remember there's another film I really I gotta oh i i well if i if i can't remember it now i will text you guys the name it's so hard to i don't know about you but i watch movies and then you know you really like them but it's so hard to remember the names and we watch so many although i'm a bit behind because i've been traveling so darn much um and i'm not gonna find this movie so i'll have to tell you all right uh yeah (laughs) looking at my phone um, oh my gosh, there's so many movies. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen like Smile and Barbarian, all the big ones. Yeah. Um, she, uh, oh, and you know, gosh, those two brothers movies, She Came from the Woods was really fun. Have you guys seen that one? I haven't seen that. It's a little bit, you know, like a, like a throwback to the slasher movies from the seventies or the, did you guys see the, the documentary about, Chucky, Living with Chucky, I think it's called. I haven't seen that one either. About the, the girl, Kara. Yeah, that's good. Oh, gosh. And then there's um, Swallowed. Swallowed is friggin' great. Oh, is that the, the four I... people take the pills? Is no. that the one I'm thinking of? No, Mm-mm. okay. Okay. No, it's... it's different one. Yeah. I, I won't say too much. It's, it's about these two guys who... Well, they end up kind of being mules without really knowing that's how they're going to have to get these drugs across. A, it's really good. It's really scary. It's really sit on the edge of your seat type of yeah. movie. Yeah, it's really good. Um, nice. And he's, he's great. Great filmmaker. Swallow. He'd be really interesting. Um, oh, my gosh. I know I'm forgetting so many. That's the best part about going to see you know movies at – festivals gosh i saw a bunch of really great ones in Fantasboa, and of course i'm forgetting all the names well also a lot of them were are not english language so i'm having a hell of a time remembering the the name there's there's two from spanish from from spain so they're the titles are spanish and i can't remember um yeah so those are at least a couple but yeah go finish watching sissy and then swallowed um she came from the woods but this other this other one is really funny it's about an in, it's another influencer movie and then there's the movie influencer which is really interesting as well i had heard about that one the yeah. shutter one yeah right yep influencer yep. we've seen with uh no 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 we watched the oh. influencer mean spirited that's the movie mean spirited is fun um, and those, those guys are really fun. Um, yeah, there's so much, it's a really good time to be a genre lover of films and also a, a filmmaker. <coughs> Although not if you want a lot of cash, but at least people are appreciating <laughs> genre films. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> no, I think that's all. Do you want to... I guess throw your handles out there, your tags, anything like that. Oh, sure. Let everybody know what's going <laughs> on. Damn allergies. Um, it's windy. So for the film, yeah, it's crazy. It's easy. At follow her film, and that's 
everything, Insta, um, Twitter, and Facebook. <coughs> my company is Dolger Films. So my Instagram is at Dolger, D-O-L-G-E-R Films. On um, you know Twitter and Facebook, it's just my name, Sylvia Kaminer. And uh, yeah, and then Danny Barker, um, Danny Barker 7, I think it is on Insta. And I am Danny Barker. And then Luke Cook, the Luke Cook. And if you don't already follow him on Instagram and you want to laugh, to add him. He's some zany, crazy. The fun Luke post. Cook. Is that what you yeah. said? All right. Yeah. The Luke Cook. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, Giddy Productions is our producer. So yeah, just. Go to the film page and, you know, people will find the rest. But, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, cool, guys. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you for talking to us. My yeah, pleasure. thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This podcast is available on all major podcast networks and YouTube. If you like what you're hearing, please follow, like, and subscribe on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook.